Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by Seven Sisters, homeschool.com, and the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Vicki, and I am so excited to be here today with our friend Lisa Nering, and she is one of our fellow podcasters at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, and she has Soft Skills 101 podcast. How many teens do you know that would feel better if they picked up some extra soft skills? So, so Lisa, say hi and tell us everybody about you and your homeschool journey. Well, thanks, Vicki. Hi, everybody. We have been homeschooling for 27 years. Hard to believe, but we have five kids between the ages of um, 16 and 32. So we started out homeschooling way back in the early 90s, and um, my husband was in graduate school. We knew we were going to be moving. Um, He got a military internship, and we were going to make a couple of different moves within a short amount of time. So we just kept homeschooling, and then it just became this wonderful lifestyle. And um, Mm -hmm. we've been doing it ever since. It's been a real joy. So how many kids have you homeschooled? We have five. So we've graduated four of them and we still have one um, as a sophomore at home. So 27 years is a long time. You've got a lot of stories to tell. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So one of the things that you do besides the podcast is you have an online academy. Could you just tell us a little bit about that? And then we'll talk some more toward the end of the, the podcast episode. Sure. We've been online for 10 years. Um, Formerly Homeschool Works for You, and we purchased it a couple years ago and renamed and rebranded it to True North Homeschool Academy. And we offer live online classes for K through 12th graders, clubs, an amazing, unique special needs program, and a lot of other things too. So it's been really fun. Um, It's been a a blast. One one of the things I've really enjoyed is your group's Facebook group. It just has such a a continuous thread of questions and and people answering those very um, organically. It's a, really a good group. Oh, thanks, thanks. Yeah, it's been there's been a lot of learning curves involved in all of this. That's for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. All right. So today we wanted to lean into one of the soft skills, mm-hmm. which is integrity. That one of the things that teens need to be able to develop and feel confident in is who they are integrity wise. And uh, all of us grownups can always work on that ourselves. So tell us how that, you know, we were batting around ideas for this episode. So what brought integrity to your mind, Lisa? Well, we have been doing this podcast, <clears throat> Soft Skills 101, Life Skills for a Digital Age. And my husband is a clinical psychologist. So he deals with soft skills all the time in his day-to-day life as people mm-hmm. come into the office struggling mm-hmm. with things. And um We decided to focus the podcast on soft skills because there's really, um, you're you're seeing more and more articles in in places like Harvard Business Review and other Mm high-level business places as well as colleges and universities where people who are doing the hiring are really struggling with hiring people with real adequate soft skills. And so while people's technical skills are growing in many ways, we're, we're entering a time where people are getting more technologically intelligent in some ways um, with the digital native mm-hmm. type of, mm-hmm. um, of kiddos that we, <laughs> that are growing up in this world. Yeah. And yet yeah. we are, we're we're, very <laughs> exactly. <for>. yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and yet our soft skills are waning. And what are soft skills? Those are those skills mm-hmm. that are more difficult to measure, 
They're, um, they're really the things that like communication, creativity, critical thinking, problem solving. And um, integrity is not one that you see all the time on the list of soft skills. But as my husband and I were really brainstorming for the podcast, we decided that that needed to be something that we talked about. Um, And the reason why is because I think as people... um, are online, they have avatars. And you hear this in the marketing world all the time. I'm marketing to my avatar. Mm -hmm. Well, you're not marketing to your your people. Why not? Because an avatar is a, is a person that you create of your, of your most ideal customer. Right. And so the avatar isn't real, but we all pretend like they are. And I think also with the advent and explosion of role-playing games, people believe that the, in some ways you have this, I don't want to say belief, but there's this sense that you can take on this new identity and you can be whoever you want to be. But we talk about integrity. Integrity comes from the root word integer, which means to be complete. And I always say when I'm doing talks on this, that who you are in your grandma's living room should be who you are everywhere all the time. If you're if you're online doing things that you would be ashamed of or embarrassed of your grandma knowing about, you shouldn't be doing them. I, I I love that. I you know I try each week to make a uh, meme out of one of the quotes from our <laughs> podcast episode. That's it. Like who you are in your grandma's living room is who you should be all the time. Yes, so. because we we forget that uh, it's so easy to play a game, and yet yeah. our integrity isn't a game. God takes right. it very seriously, and in, pro- in yeah. fact, Proverbs eleven three says, "The integrity of the upright guides them." but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Mm. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a pretty harsh word from the, you know, from the word of God that. Yeah. Um, that if, word destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're duplicitous um, and that means, you know, that can be double-minded. There's also several verses about being double-minded. You're tossed about like waves of the sea. So integrity, God takes integrity mm-hmm. very seriously. And if God takes it seriously, we should take it seriously too. Um so anyway, we're going to do a whole, um, we, what we do on the podcast is we try to focus on one soft skill per month and integrity will come up in, in a couple of weeks. Um, and, mm-hmm. and so it's been fun to, to kind of dive into it and to really think about what integrity really is. But like I was <laughs> saying before the podcast, the more I learn, the more I realize I really don't know. And so how to teach it to your kids really the the core, yeah. you know, we need to model for our kids what we hope to see in them. Of course, every child has to grow up and needs mm-hmm. to work out their own faith with fear and trembling. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's going to be an automatic download. But if we can model yeah. for our kids that honesty is always appropriate. Um, little white lies are big ugly lies. <laughs> you know, we need to be integrity, have integrity in all that we do as we're interacting mm-hmm. with our kids. Mm-hmm. So how in your family, can you think of any stories where you guys have either talked about integrity or modeled it so that your teens can kind of start catching what that looks like in their generation? Mm -hmm. Well, one of the stories I I really like to tell my kids is my grandpa, who was um, a German farmer. He farmed mint for Wrigley's Spearmint Gum, which I I love that that piece. (laughs) I know. Um, My sisters and I are all tall. I was the shortest of them at 5'9", and we were all taller than my grandpa at probably, you know, 14 or whatever. But he was a very strong German farmer. And so he wasn't a small man. 
Um, and when he shook your hand, you, you knew it. Yeah. I mean, he was, uh, he was, he was physically strong too. Yeah. Um, when he and my grandma had their 50th wedding anniversary, it was in 1980 in Northeast Indiana, over 500 people came. Mm-hmm. And um, my grandpa was the head of the Grange, which was the farming co-op at that part of uh, in his part of the world. And he was very, very well respected. Um, when he died, many hundreds of people came to his funeral. Um, when he shook your hand, not only did you feel like you wanted to, you know, just say, uncle, uncle, let go, because he had such <laughs> a firm grip, <laughs> yes. but it meant something. When he shook yeah. your hand and gave you his word, it, it was going to happen and you could count on it. And everybody knew mm-hmm. if Lloyd Rummel shook your hand and gave his word on something, it was going to happen. And so mm-hmm. I, you know, that's just one story that I, I just, I loved my grandpa as everybody did. He was one of those mm-hmm. lovable people that connected people and made things happen for other people. He was always saying, Oh, here's a book you've got to read, or you got to go meet that person, or we need to go do this thing together. He was a real connector. And that's just, a part of my heritage I absolutely love. I tend to be a connector myself. Mm-hmm. But the fact uh-huh. that if he shook your hand, you knew it was solid. You never questioned his integrity. You never questioned his honesty mm-hmm. or or that something could, could really happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one of the stories we try to go to. The other thing too is if we make a promise to our kids, we try to always back it up and make sure we keep it. So if we don't think we can make things happen, we try not to tell our kids that we're going to make it happen. That it gets hard in, when you're yeah, parenting because yeah. sometimes you can't make everything happen for your kids. Yeah, yeah and that's that it's a good honest discussion, you know. Sometimes there's extenuating circumstances, but the Sometimes uh, people will try to hedge a promise, you know, like, well, maybe I'll do it. Or they, they, they'll, you know, sometimes kids will promise and mm-hmm. have no intention to. And what you're saying is you guys have modeled, if we say we're going to do something, we make our very best effort at making that happen. Absolutely. And of course, we're not foolproof. And that really gets down to knowing your limits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think just knowing, is is this reasonable to make happen or is it not? Or is this something that I care about making happen or not? You know, don't placate your child. Sometimes um, your kids need to hear the word no or that's mm-hmm. not going to happen, or I can't make mm-hmm. that happen. And we need to all get comfortable in the circumstances that we've been given and our lives. And that's the other thing I, I try to tell my kids all the time is swim in your own lane, mainly because I'm telling it to myself every <laughs> single day <laughs> is, you know, I have my life. It's not anybody else's life. I have my lane and I need to steward that lane well, as do they. And that actually really gets to to uh, a part of integrity called courage. Um, there's, especially with the news this last week with the scandal in the universities. Oh, um, yes. And, yes. You know, sometimes, uh, and that gets back to swimming in your own lane. Um, mm-hmm. Ivy League schools aren't for everybody. And that's just fine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot yeah. to be said for getting an apprenticeship or going to work or going to a state college mm-hmm. or going to the military or getting married. There's a lot of other options yep. in life besides an Ivy League school. And I I, mm-hmm. I read like somebody paid $400,000 to, to get in that. I mean, Right. Uh, that's yeah. just crazy. You could have, yeah. you could have a business for that. You could have a lot of things for that. Um, right. So, um, but, but having courage and um, doing hard things, um, I, the whole scandal reminds me, I, I read a couple articles and they were all referring to these books on grit. And one of my favorite books on grit is Angela Duckworth, 
and the book is called Grit. Mm-hmm. I love that book mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it really talks about helping your kids set grit goals. And that means mm-hmm. finding something really difficult to do that will be challenging and committing to it for two to three years. And I think if we really help our kids set goals that are challenging um, and gritty and hard, they're going to learn courage and determination and what it means to follow through on promises um, and work ethic. All these and, and all the soft skills all bleed into each other. You know, the heart, the work ethic is a whole soft skill into itself, but um, it yeah. really goes and ties back into integrity too, because being an integrity, a person of integrity does require hard work. Um, it's easy not to follow through. It's easy not to show up. It's easy not to take responsibility or have courage. Um, it's easy to be weak. And the hard thing is doing the hard things. Yeah. And I, I really appreciate um, that Duckworth's book on grit because it gave a format to us adults so that we can help our teens on how to work hard, that that in order to really be a full person, we need to be able to not be afraid, to, to have courage about the hard work needed to be successful. Right. I Okay. So one of the things you mentioned is, is being the same person like online as they are in real life. Right. And, you know, that's even for us moms, it's so easy to get Pinterest envy. <laughs> you know, like it looks like this, you know, this person's homeschool school room is so wonderful and we just homeschool all over the house. So how do you teach your kids about that integrity? Like wherever you are, you're the same person. Right. Well, I actually have a funny story about that. We have, um, we have like four grape vines in our backyard and we make tons of quarts of homemade grape juice every year from those four oh. vines. It's kind of a neat deal, but um, I had a blog for years and I would always post our beautiful grape vines and, and I would do the canning thing and it was really fun. And we had a house fire many years ago and our friends came over to help us. And they were like, where's your vineyard? And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> They're like, where's your vineyard? I mean, you mean our four pokey little grape sticks, you know, and in the winter, it's like four sticks coming out of the ground. So that has always been to me kind of a touch point about the power of cutting um, and pasting, um, is that you can mm-hmm. make anything look good. You can Photoshop anything you can, uh, you can mm-hmm. get stock photos or whatever. I mean, ours were our own little grapevines, but you can make anything look pretty good online because it's one dimensional and real life is multidimensional and multi-messy. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's easy to get envious of what other people have, but we try to we try to really talk to our kids about the fact that we have so much more than so many people, and we are very involved in what's going on um, um, with different ministries, um, certain ones in particular around the world um, that have so much less than we do. And we also realize there's always going to be somebody with less than we have and more than we have, and and no matter what station of life you are, that's always going to be the case. Um, and I do think really um, getting an idea of the fact that there are people around the world that the fact that, um, you know, they're sharing a tent or whatever, they don't have running water. That's clean. Um, they fear for the safety of their children. We don't, we don't worry Mm -hmm. or stress about that at all. Um, and so I love what, um, Corey Tenboom said, uh, this is kind of sort of related, but she said, um, you know, as far as, uh, 
as far as Christians not having to go through the tribulation around the world right now, many Christians are going through the tribulation. Uh And I think that's really helpful to think about is that we live in relative safety and cleanliness in America and praise God for that. I I love the freedoms that we have. We have so many choices, Um, but there are people around the world. um, Nigerian Christians are being slaughtered as we speak. Mm. Um, And very few people in, in, and the rest of the world know about it because there's kind of this media blackout about it. Um, but if we're attuned to what's going on around the world and the globe and with our fellow believers, um, it, it gives us real good perspective. And if we can serve them in some way by either praying for them or sending them funds or resources, um, that's a great way to keep perspective too and involve your kids in those things. Talk with them about how you're living out your faith in really practical ways like that. Uh, You know what? I think that's a marvelous idea is when kids learn about other people and to think about them and to in some way help or be supportive, then they are learning to think outside themselves. And that takes integrity and courage. And it's, it's, it can be painful because when you engage other people's pain from our comfort, it, it can be stressful. So, but very, very good for teens growth. So these are great ideas. Any other things to add? Well, I would say (laughs) that being a person of integrity requires humility. And that can be really challenging. Mm -hmm. I mean, because we all want to think we have it all sorted out. (laughs) And the reality is we have some things sorted and some things we're just a hot mess in. So just being humble and being willing to, um, you know, be honest and transparent about what you need help with. Like just before the podcast, I had to ask my 19 year old to help me with the headset. That's why we love our teenagers. Yes. (laughs) They know what they're doing. Um, And so I I think it's important to ask for help Mm -hmm. and, um, and then offer help. We're all the older woman to somebody. Mm -hmm. We're also the younger woman to somebody and we're, you know, it's fine to ask for help, but I think there's this studied indifference in the world right now where people are just like, I don't really care so much. And really God calls us to be passionately curious about each other and the world and have wonder. And that all really gets to a sense of humility too. If we have no wonder or sense of awe about anything, that's true pride. And Um, one of the things I love about my husband most is he is so full of wonder about so many things. Mm -hmm. He is passionately curious about the world and people and nature and Mm -hmm. science. Mm -hmm. And I'm always learning something new because of his passionate curiosity. So we need to really encourage our kids to be passionately curious. And that means really to be outside, to turn off the devices, to not be so connected digitally that they, Mm -hmm. they don't take the long view. Um, and when we have devices in front of our face, that's like a 12 inch um, span there between us and what we're looking at. And to really take the long view, which is a very biblical concept, uh, we need to turn the devices off and look around. I have found for my own personal health that I need at least one moment of awe, you know, to mm. be outside long enough to find where God is doing something majestic each day. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. I love that. So this is just a little glimpse into a whole series that you guys are doing on integrity over at your podcast. So tell us where to find you guys. Okay. We are at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network and we are Soft Skills 101 
Life Skills for a Digital Age. And of course, you can download us and listen to us on iTunes. And um, we also have a couple Facebook groups and we try to um, share and link out the podcast as well as others like yours um, as much as possible. And then we will also in the um, show notes, we'll put links to all those and also to True North. So uh, give us another soundbite about True North Academy. Yeah, we offer K through six um, grade classes for classical education using Claritas Press and Cross Seven, and then we have a full seventh and eighth grade program that is a gentle classical and Charlotte Mason approach to mm-hmm. um, junior high, and then we offer high school classes as well, including CLEP prep and um, credit by test. We also have a very unique special needs program, um, and it's live online interaction with students and a teacher. Our classes are a little unique in the live online world in that the students can see and interact with each other and hear each other. And so we just have a lot of fun in our classes. Um, We get through a lot of material, but the kids are building relationships around the world. Um, We're doing some neat projects like our writing club just did a collaborative book together that um, the kids can purchase and give to grandparents or whatever. Uh So a lot of fun. We've got some clubs that are just so fun and testing, a lot of stuff going on. So we'll put links so that folks can check you guys out. It's lovely to have so many resources. And like I always say to all of our guests, in our homeschool world, none of us are competitors. We are all building homeschoolers and the homeschooling community together, and we all meet different needs. So I am so excited to be able to share what you guys are doing so well over there at True North. So thanks. Yeah. All right. Well, we better wrap it up. So thank you again, Lisa, for being here and sharing. And I hope everybody checks out the series you're doing over there at Soft Skills Podcast. So, all right. This has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the ultimate homeschool radio network. We will see you next week. <laughs>